You're listening to NTSU Sports on WGNS. Welcome back to the ballpark, and we are set for baseball from Charlotte, North Carolina. J.T. Mabry ready to step in and get things started as he will face the left-hander Kramer for Charlotte. And the home plate umpire, Ned Davenport III, is looking at something. I Oh, there, I know what it is. They are doing an ESPN Plus of this. Uh, in fact, they do this, I guess, for most of their home games. And official start time can't be until 12.02. So even on a TV where they don't have regular commercials, <laughs> they get to kind of call some shots. And we're all set to go now as J.T. Mabry will bat. Set to go in the first pitch, and it's on the inside corner for a strike. JT had run batted in in last night's game, one for four overall. He got the RBI on a sacrifice fly. One strike pitch outside for a ball. JT closing out uh, his final season with a really outstanding year, one of five Blue Raiders hitting over 300. He is at 330 as he stands in here. A 1-1 pitch hit in the air on the infield behind second base. Over there to get it is the shortstop, Dragum, and there's one out. Pop-up retires the first batter here and brings up Blue Raiders shortstop, Brett Coker. Brett had a three-hit night last night. Went three for five, and he's batting 346. Brett leads the team in batting average. Has four home runs, 31 runs batted in. And takes a pitch that's high for a ball. Jeremiah Boyd will hit next here in the top of the first. Outfield straight away. Coker bats right. Swing and a foul comes back this way. And evens the count at one and one. Coker up there, a ball and a strike. One out, nobody on here in the top of the first inning. One-one pitch. Hammered into left center field. That'll get down and get to the wall. Easy two bases for Brett Coker as he heads into second base with a one-out double. For Brett, that is his ninth double of the year. And he's at second base with one out for Jeremiah Boyd. Jeremiah one for four in last night's ball game, stands in, and as he bats, he's hitting 309. Hits this one, base hit into right field. Nice piece of going the other way. A throw comes in, cut off, of course, as Coker had to make sure it got over the first baseman Nolan's glove, which it did. And also, since the ball was hit so hard, it got to Fisher in a hurry. And so a couple of hits. 
first and third, and here's Jackson Galloway. Charlotte has Blake Jackson in left, Jake Cunningham in center, Cam Fisher in right field. Gone with this outfield through all three games. And Blue Raider left fielder Jackson Galloway bats, takes inside corner for a called strike, and 0-1. A double by Coker, a single by Boyd in first and third in the top of the first with one out. Pitch to Galloway, swing and a foul at the plate, strike two. Charlotte's infield going third to first, Brandon Stallman, Jack Dragham, Austin Knight, Spencer Nolan, and their catcher is Caden Hopson. Galloway at the plate, Jackson two strikes. Here's the pitch to him and a slow bouncer to short. They get one at second and on to first. Out on a close play at first base. Kind of a deja vu sort of feeling, not exactly the same situation, but with runners at first, now, bases loaded in the first inning last night. Charlotte turned a double play, and with first and third and one out here, they do the same thing. So for the Blue Raiders, no runs on two hits, no errors, and one left. Blue Raiders nothing, and UNC Charlotte coming to bat. This is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Hey, Blue Raider fans, this is Brad Hopkins with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb & Associates. Winning in real estate is a lot like football. Good coaching and recruiting a great team are the keys. I put together a team of lenders, inspectors, and home professionals to help you succeed. Let me coach you through this process and make sure you come out a winner. Whether you're looking to buy, sell, or invest, I am here to help you win. Visit bradhopkinshomes.com or call 615-556-9239 to find out more. For close to a century, doctors and care teams at Ascension St. Thomas Rutherford have been dedicated to delivering compassionate, personalized care to Rutherford County and surrounding communities. We are leading the way with new services and healthcare options, and we continue to make significant investments in Rutherford County. In 2023, we're opening Tennessee's first neighborhood hospital at Westlawn, and expansions at our Rutherford Hospital campus are underway. Find all the care you need at ascension.org slash St. Thomas Rutherford. The Blue Raiders play here. WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. Charlotte turns a double play and keeps the Blue Raiders off the board here in the top of the first. And so we go to the bottom half of the inning. And right-hander Patrick Johnson getting set for the Blue Raiders. Same alignment that we've seen so often that has just done extremely well defensively for the Blue Raiders. You've got Jackson Galloway in left, Luke Vincent in center, Eston Snyder is in right field, and your infield third to first, Gabe Jennings, Brett Coker, J.T. Mabry, and D.J. Wright, and the catcher, Briggs Rudder. So Patrick Johnson getting set to throw A starting pitch for the seventh time this season. 17th appearance overall, down low with a fastball. 
The batter is Blake Jackson. He had quite a game yesterday. Two for four, hits a hard ground ball to second base. Mabry to his left, back of the infield has it and throws to DJ Wright to get Jackson. Well, if we were playing the Charlotte Hornets instead of the Charlotte 49ers, I'd say we had a bad omen. A Hornet landed on the, in fact, is hovering around the outside of the broadcast booth, threatening to come join me. I'll try not to pay too much attention to it. Jack Dragum is the batter. Mentioned that Blake Jackson had a good night with two hits. Dragum topped him with four. He went four for five and had three runs batted in. Bats from the right side, grounds the pitch foul of third. Hitting 285. He has seven home runs, 38 runs batted in. He was one of the seniors honored before this game. Leadoff hitter retired in the bottom of the first for Charlotte. Fastball up and in. Both these teams headed for the Conference USA tournament. That'll start Wednesday. Strike called and one and two. Charlotte, an opportunity to get as high as the number three seed, will do no worse than number five. Blue Raiders looking for either six or seven. Pitch inside, barely hit him, but apparently it did, and so a hit-by-pitch puts Dragum on. It's been an interesting series with base runners reaching on walks. They have scored a pretty high percentage of the time. So Dragum hit by a pitch and it brings up Cam Fisher. He had two hits, two doubles last night, had a home run on Thursday night. Leads the conference in home runs with 23. Has 39 runs batted in. Runner at first base, one out in the Charlotte first inning. Fisher takes strike on the inside corner. Patrick Johnson, a quick throw to first, dug out by DJ Wright to put Fisher's 49 runs batted in, and that's through. 54 games in perspective. If you hit that many in the major leagues at that same percentage of games, it would give you 150 on the season, which is, uh, you know, that's, that's beyond MVP category there. Two strikes with Fisher. Dragum a short lead at first base. The two-strike pitch just a little bit inside and backs him off the plate and ball one and strike two. Well, 
Outfield for Fisher is deep. Playing him straight away. Throw to first. It's interesting, they, they have a chart in their notes where it shows tracks on the home runs. He's hit almost all of his 29 to right field. Takes just off the outside corner. Ball two and a strike two. Fastball missed a little bit. Runner at first with one out, a 2-2 count on this hitter. And strike three called. He was looking for something he didn't get, and what he got was a fastball right down the middle and probably wishes he'd been guessing something else. Patrick Johnson picks up a strikeout. And so with two outs, it brings up Jake Cunningham. Cunningham, a one for three game last night, a double for him, and he drove in a run. Bats from the right side, hits in the fourth position, takes the ball. Charlotte had 14 hits last night, 10 of them for extra bases. Eight doubles and two home runs. Both teams hit the ball hard. Charlotte had the uh, advantage of having many more fall in. One and oh, and a swing and a miss. So a ball and a strike with this hitter. Cunningham hitting 279. Hit nine home runs. 36 RBIs. Hits this one in the air, well to left center field. The ballpark won't hold it. Way over the pine trees and two to nothing, Charlotte. Boy, I knew when Luke Vincent and Jackson Galloway just kind of took a step or so and stopped that that ball was not long for the ballpark, and it wasn't. Hit it out by the light tower. In left center field, they have some pine trees surrounding the park. They are probably about 35 feet high, and he cleared those. Home run number 10 for Cunningham, and Charlotte jumps out to a two to nothing lead here in the bottom of the first inning. The batter is Brandon Stallman. First pitch to him is on the inside corner and taken for a strike. Next one, check swing and down and in for a ball, one ball and one strike. Well, it's not sunshine, but it's as light as it has been in any of our three days here. You know how the sky kind of breaks up a little bit and you have thin spots in the clouds. A little bit brighter than we've seen. A hot smash, nice play on a one-hopper back to the pitcher. Patrick underhands to D.J. Wright to retire the side. But Charlotte strikes with the two-run homer from Cunningham. Two runs on a hit and nobody left. After an inning of play here in Charlotte today, the 49ers 
lead the Blue Raiders by a score of two to nothing. And you're listening to MTSU Baseball on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. You know that sound anywhere. It's the crisp crunch of that first nacho chip. With its perfect cheese to sour cream ratio sitting atop a layer of delicious beans, it's a sip away from perfection. That's what we're looking for. Add a delicious, refreshing Pepsi and we've achieved absolute nacho nirvana. Because while you can pile those nachos high with every spicy, cheesy, savory topping, there's no topping a cool Pepsi finish. Nachos, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. Prescription opioids can be addictive and dangerous. My son was 20 years old when he was prescribed opioids. It took him five days to get addicted. I'm not supposed to be the one to go get his suit and tie and pick which sneakers that I'm going to bury him in. My son overdosed at the age of 22 years old. Prescription opioids. It only takes a little to lose a lot. Visit cdc.gov slash rxawareness. The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports, WGNS. Top of the second inning, Blue Raiders bat with Briggs Rudder to lead off. Charlotte getting a couple in the first, so a 2-0 lead for the 49ers. Briggs Rudder will be followed by Gabe Jennings and DJ Wright. The Raiders had first and third, but got it hit into a double play in the first inning. Briggs Rudder stands in, the Blue Raider catcher hitting 318. And he takes down and in for a ball. Charlotte in green jerseys with gold numerals and letters today, wearing white pants, green hats. Blue Raiders in black jerseys, gray pants, and their standard MTSU blue caps for this Saturday game. They have an all-artificial infield here in Charlotte, including the, I want to call it dirt, but the dirt, what would be the dirt portion of the infield is an artificial surface. And they actually have the grass portion extending beyond the the dirt to to give it, put dirt in quotes, give it some consistency, and then they have a grass outfield. Two-strike pitch and a good curveball, swing and a miss by Briggs. Kramer gets his first strikeout, and the leadoff batter retired for Gabe Jennings. Gabe reached on a walk, went over three last night, but reached on a walk and scored. Walked a couple of times in the opening game. So he's been on base three times. Heights a hot one hopper to first, fielded by Nolan and out at first. So a couple of quick outs in the top of the second inning. And it brings up first baseman D.J. Wright. Coming to the plate for Middleton, the first baseman, number 17. D.J. has been involved with the offense both days. In fact, was the total scoring part of the offense with a two-run homer Thursday had an RBI single last night. Takes down and in. DJ's hitting 269, six home runs, and 36 runs batted in. 
First baseman bats from the right side. And the first pitch, a ball. Kramer's next one. Hot smash to deep short. A throw to first base, and it's not going to get him. An infield hit for D.J. Wright. This is a nice play by Dragum deep in the hole. Got rid of the ball quickly. Wright gets down the line well, and so he has himself a base hit. Three hits for the Blue Raiders. This one comes with two outs, and it brings up Eston Snyder. Eston at 271. Pitch to him is inside for a ball. Eston had two hits last night, including a double, double and drove in a run with that two base hit. Pitch, a strike called, checked his swing, but it got the outside corner. And one and one. D.J. Wright at first, two outs in the top of the second. Pitch down and in for a ball, two and one. Wright gets a short lead at first. The left-hander Kramer gives him a look and brings it home. Hard line drive, caught at short. Boy, that's a deja vu from yesterday as well. The Blue Raiders hit several infield line drives that got caught. Snyder joins the crowd, and that will take care of things here in the second. No runs for MT and one hit, no errors, and one left. 2-0 Charlotte in the middle of the second. This is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders. And we're proud to power the scoreboard lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS. Bottom of the second inning, Charlotte Batson leading two to nothing. Patrick Johnson on the hill for middle, and he will face Will Butcher, Caden Hobson, and Austin Knight. Six, seven, and eight in the Charlotte batting order in the bottom of this second inning. Butcher is the designated hitter. Stands in, batting at 274, bats from the right side, takes a strike. In the series, he's two for three, one for two last night, and an RBI on a sacrifice fly and an RBI on a single. 
He's also walked four times and been hit by a pitch. And he lines one here to right field. Over and in is Eston Snyder, one out. Butcher retired in the line drive to right field. Snyder played him very well and didn't have to go too far to make that catch. So one out, here's the catcher, Caden Hobson. As uh, is the case for Blue Raider road games, good contingent of those wearing that bright blue Middle Tennessee blue. And it blends very well with the green of Charlotte. Caden Hobson, the batter, takes a pitch that goes outside. Next one is about the same spot. So two balls and no strikes. Charlotte got a two-run homer from Jake Cunningham in the first and a 2-0 lead. Johnson's pitch, that's a strike, two and one. Patrick saw action in Thursday night's game when an inning in two-thirds. So getting the start here this afternoon. Swing and a miss, and that was strike two. <laughs> Briggs Rutter will get some joking when he gets back into the stands. He had fired it down to Gabe Jennings at third. He convinced me I was ready to call him out on strikes. A 2-2 count with this hitter. Wouldn't be the first pitch I'd missed. Swinging a foul out of play, still 2-2. Two two. Now the Blue Raiders will come home after this game today, and then Monday head to Houston, Texas for Conference USA tournament play. Swing and a foul. Again, the tournament starts Wednesday. Everybody will play Wednesday and Thursday, and after the end of Thursday's games, two of the eight teams will have been eliminated. Two more on Friday. Then you go to Saturday with the championship on Sunday. 2-2, towering pop fly in foul territory. Who's going to get it? Third baseman Gabe Jennings comes in. And the reason I say that, it was perfectly placed between Gabe and Briggs Rudder and also the pitcher Patrick Johnson were there. It's a better play, easier, well, less challenging. Let's put it that way because that was, ball was drifting a little bit. And had some significant altitude and Gabe Jennings able to make the play easily. Well, he made it look easy. It really wasn't that easy a play. Here's Austin Knight. Senior second baseman stands in with two outs and nobody on base. He got Charlotte off to a good start at the plate last night after the Blue Raiders had scored Five in the top of the second. Batting for the first time in the series, he hit a two-run homer to right and started the 14 consecutive runs that Charlotte would score in their 14-5 win. Takes a strike there, one and one. 
Bats from the right side. Knight hitting 228, 11 home runs. Swing and a foul ball, strike two. Johnson works one and two, and there's ball is hit to left, and right there is Jackson Galloway to make the catch and retire the side. Charlotte retired in order in the bottom of the second inning. And after two, Charlotte leads Middle Tennessee by a score of two to nothing. This is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Will Fraley, attorney at law, has experience you can count on. Former Blue Raider baseball player and MTSU alum Will Fraley serves Murfreesboro and the surrounding communities. Put a strong and experienced legal fighter on your case. Give Will Fraley a call and he can handle all of your legal matters, including criminal and domestic or family law. Visit willfraleylaw.com or call 615-410-7290. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. 2 nothing, Charlotte, top of the third inning, and Luke Vinson will lead off for the Blue Raiders. Luke Vinson, JT Mabry, and Brett Coker. Luke stepping in and hitting 316. Looking for his first hit in the series. Did get a run batted in in the second inning last night on a squeeze play bunt. Swaying and a miss here on a good breaking ball and strike one. Vinson, the only left-hand hitter in the lineup for the Blue Raiders. And batting ninth with the left-hander going for Charlotte. Pitch outside and low, ball one and strike one. Charlotte, two runs in the first, two nothing at the top of the third now. Kramer works, and the ball is grounded towards second base. Quick play by Knight, and out at first base. Nicely turned by Austin Knight on a ball that was probably only about 15 feet from second base. And he had to throw across his body, throw on the run, moving at right angles to the first base bag. So one out, top of the order, J.T. Mabry the batter. J.T. out on a pop fly to short in the first inning, batting for the second time here this afternoon. Pitch to him, and it's up and in for a ball. J.T. two for eight in the series, an RBI double on Thursday night. RBI and a sacrifice last night. 
Swing and a foul back out of play. Brett Coker will hit next in this inning. Leadoff hitter has been retired on a ground out. Mabry a ball and a strike. And ball two misses low, two and one. Colin Kramer, a left-hander, works for Charlotte here this afternoon. A 2-1 pitch, line caught by second baseman Austin Knight. A bullet of a line drive, and Knight catches it, so there are two outs. Coming to bat for the Blue Raiders is number 13, Brett Coker. I was looking last night, the Blue Raiders had... A just a quick glance at the scorebook. At least three line drive outs on the infield. Also had three in the outfield. And we've had two line drive outs already in this one. Brett Coker has a double. He had a line drive where there weren't any Charlotte players. A gapper in the left center field in the first inning. A ball and a strike with Brett as he hits with the bases empty and two outs in the top of the third. He hits this one high in the air straight away. Center backing up a couple of steps is Cunningham. He makes the catch to retire the side. So middle goes in order here in the top of the third inning. And in the middle of inning number three, Charlotte has a two to nothing lead. This is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. For close to a century, doctors and care teams at Ascension St. Thomas Rutherford have been dedicated to delivering compassionate, personalized care to Rutherford County and surrounding communities. We are leading the way with new services and healthcare options, and we continue to make significant investments in Rutherford County. In 2023, we're opening Tennessee's first neighborhood hospital at Westlawn, and expansions at our Rutherford Hospital campus are underway. Find all the care you need at ascension.org slash St. Thomas Rutherford. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costs less. The Blue Raiders play here. News Radio WGNS. Charlotte to bat in the bottom of the third. They'll have Spencer Nolan starting it off against Patrick Johnson. Charlotte a two-run homer in the first inning from their center fielder, Jake Cunningham. So a 2-0 lead. Spencer Nolan, a one-for-three game, a run scored last night. Six five freshman, one ninety, and he's from Wilmington, North Carolina. Takes a pitch here for a ball. 
Shown some good work at first base. Couple of times on the bases, he really was able to tear around going from first to third or scoring from second, swinging a foul. Nolan leading off and he's at the plate with a 1-1 count. Top of the order and Blake Jackson will be next. Pitch up and in, two balls and one strike. Charlotte two runs on a hit, the Blue Raiders no runs on three hits. Nolan lifts this one high down the line in right field over near foul territory, and it hits the roof of that athletic building that starts after the infield and runs parallel to the foul line for about 100 feet, and it's only, I'm estimating, and I've probably given you three different estimates over the previous two nights, but no more than three feet separate this building from the foul line. An interesting location, really, relative to the playing field. It's not like, well, you see it's some major league or some parks, not just major leagues, where they're, the stands come fairly close, but usually not a brick building. Pitches a ball, and so it's a full count on this hitter. This one is hit high, very far down the line in left, and it is a home run. It was hugging the line. I was trying to push it off to the left, but failed to do so. So a home run for Spencer Nolan. Patrick Nolan, Spencer Nolan with the home run, and that is his second of the year. So both Charlotte hits have been long balls. And so it's three to nothing. Charlotte here in the bottom of the third, top of the order, and Blake Jackson, he takes the ball. Jackson grounded to Mabry at second in the first inning, leading off. Takes ball two inside and low. Nolan came into the game at 2.02, a home run and 11 runs batted in on the year. And playing, starting for the 38th time, playing in his 52nd game. So the freshman gets Charlotte out by 3-0 in the bottom of the third inning. Foul ball on the 2-0 count and two balls and a strike. Jackson at 265. Left hand hitter sends one in to left center field. That's in for a base hit. Cut off nicely by Luke Vincent. Looked like that had a chance to skip on through, but Luke got to it in a hurry and holds it to a single. So the base hit puts Jackson at first base. That's his fourth hit of the series. 
And it brings up Jack Dragum. He has four hits, all of them last night. A four for five nights, two doubles, and three runs batted in. Dragum at 285. And time is called as Blue Raider coach Jerry Myers is going to the mound. So a mound visit and, in fact, a call to the bullpen. And so we will have a Blue Raider pitching change here in the bottom of the third inning. Charlotte, a runner at first, nobody out, and leading three to nothing. So with the pitching change, we'll step out, tell you about the new Blue Raider pitcher after we get back. This is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Prescription opioids can be addictive and dangerous. I was given a prescription opioid pain medication, and within only a few months, I was completely addicted. I lost everything. I had to leave school, stop playing sports in college, and I started to watch my life slip away. I want people to know that these drugs are addictive. One prescription can be all it takes to lose everything. Prescription opioids. It only takes a little to lose a lot. Visit cdc.gov slash rxawareness. Did you realize that over 85% of Americans own a cell phone, but only 40% own an individual life insurance policy? That leaves way too many families who'll be unprotected if they suddenly lose a parent. That's why we'd also like to point out that 100% of State Farm agents offer life insurance. So if you're at the place where procrastination just meant motivation, use that cell phone of yours and call me, State Farm Agent Deb Insel at 931-684-5274. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. Well, pitching change for the Blue Raiders. Remember, Patrick Johnson saw inning and two thirds work on Thursday night, so he goes three, actually two plus innings here in this afternoon's game. Faces two batters in the third, touched for a homer and a single. So he is replaced by right-hander Bryant Beranek. Bryant was the starting pitching pitcher in last Sunday's game against UAB. Bryant is a freshman, another one of several freshmen pitched from Springfield, went to Columbia Academy. Coming into this game, he is appearing for the 16th time. He had started at five is one and three with one save. Bryant a right-hander and he gets set to face Jack Dragum. Dragum was hit by a pitch in the first inning and was on base for the two out Jake Cunningham home run. A runner at first and a throw to first base. Jackson with the base hit. That's his fourth hit of the series. Pitch here, soft liner to center field on the run, on the run, making the catch is Luke Vinson. He had to cover a lot of ground on that ball, hit towards the gap in right center field. And as you know, Luke can get to it in a hurry. He did that time, needed to, otherwise it's gonna get in for a base hit. Nice play by the Blue Raiders center fielder. First out of the inning. Jackson stays at first base and it brings up Cam Fisher. 
Fisher out on strikes in his first at bat. That was in the first inning. Throw over to first, runner gets back. Pitches outside. We're talking about Fisher with his 23 homers, 49 runs batted in. The 49 RBIs on a same percentage of games at a major league level would be, translate to 150. Strike call to him. Very highly regarded outfielder and has the additional ability, just in addition to being a very good hitter with power, uh, is a good defensive outfielder with a great arm. Throw to first. Three-nothing Charlotte, bottom of the third. Fisher leads this team in hitting with a 324 batting average. Runner at first goes, ground ball to second. Mabry has got a quick throw to first to get and nails him by half a step. JT Mabry had to cover some ground. He was swung towards more towards the hole between the first base and second base position, so he had to go to his right quite a bit to backhand that ball and throw quickly as Fisher gets down the line in a hurry. And well, I saw the umpires shifting and I thought are they 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 can't be talking about reviewing that, you know, having Charlotte having that play reviewed because he was out by a step. And they're not. The umpires are just shifting. But they were running as though they were going down to have a review. And we've had several of those in the first two games. Pitches a ball to Cunningham. Cunningham, a home run, his last time up. He really blasted one over the trees out in left center field. His 10th home run of the year. Outfield deep and straight away for this hitter. He bats from the right side. Jackson advancing to second on the infield out. He's there with two outs for Cunningham. Cunningham's home run was a two-run homer, or two-out homer. And well, it was two-run too, but comes with two outs. Lines this one to right field, and Eston Snyder comes in two steps and makes the catch. So a couple of hard line drive outs, but both of them get caught. There was a home run that wasn't, and it's a run on two hits, no errors, and one left for Charlotte in the bottom of the third. 49ers lead the Blue Raiders by a 3-0 score as we go to the fourth. This is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannis & Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannis & Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannis & Associates online at gcpas.com. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. 
Maybe you're just graduating high school or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. Listening to NTSU Sports on WGNS. Here are the three inning totals this afternoon from Charlotte for the Blue Raiders. No runs, three hits, no errors, and two left. For Charlotte, three runs, three hits, no errors, and one left on base. Charlotte a 3 nothing lead after three. And the Blue Raiders bat here in the top of the fourth with Jeremiah Boyd. Jackson Galloway and Briggs Rudder to hit against the left-hander Colin Kramer. Jeremiah lifts one high in the air into left center field. It's the center fielder Cunningham going over and making the catch. Boyd first ball swinging. Hit it about 350, 360 feet and had it look like it might have gone 300 feet in the air. A towering fly ball. So Jeremiah retired. He'd singled in his earlier at bat. Jackson Galloway 0 for 1. Grounded to third and into a double play. His only time up batting in the number four spot for middle here this afternoon. Swing and a miss. Good breaking ball from Kramer. Came down and in. Galloway at 266. That's from the right side. That one's up high for a ball. Evens the count at one and one. Jackson bats from the right side. Outfield straight away in the center and right. Shade him a little bit towards the line and left. Swing and a miss here. And strike two. Charlotte's runs coming on home runs. A two-run homer in the first. A solo shot in the third. They've hit five home runs in this series. Blue Raiders have one from D.J. Wright. A swing and a miss here and strike three. Second strikeout for Kramer. Gets the first two hitters in the top of the fourth. And the batter is Briggs Rudder. Batting for the Blue Raiders, number 38, Briggs Rudder. Briggs stands in and swings and misses. Right now, Kramer's throwing. If it's a curveball, and it probably is just the way it's dropping, he's throwing it fairly hard. It's not the big, what they call the 12-6 drop-off, but it's doing a good job of breaking as it gets to the plate. He bounces that one, breaks it off a little too early as it hits in front of home plate, and it's a pretty good shot off the catcher, Hobson. And so the umpire will ask for a new baseball and walk out in front of the mound and give it to the pitcher, give the catcher just a little bit extra time to shake it off. We're set to go, and it's a ball and a strike with Rudder. Bounced foul, and foul at third, strike two. 
An overcast day in Charlotte. As mentioned earlier, we haven't actually seen any sunshine since Wednesday. At least no misty rain falling. We had, had that going through the entire game on Thursday night. Bouncer foul at third again. Three-nothing Charlotte, top of the fourth. Blue Raiders batting with two outs, nobody on base. Briggs Rudder waiting a one-two pitch, fouled at the plate this time, still one and two. Final game of the regular season and a busy day for Conference USA. This game is underway before any of the others. We would add. Here's a pitch, swing and a miss. We're going to say that we would have started about now, except they moved the game up an hour just to avoid some potential mid-afternoon rain that might be forecast. Swing and a miss and a strikeout, two in the inning, three in the game for Kramer. The Blue Raiders retired in order here in the fourth. And after three and a half, it's Charlotte three and Middle Tennessee nothing. This is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders, and we're proud to power the school board lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive-through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! The Blue Raiders play here. WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. Bottom of the fourth inning, Charlotte coming to the plate and leading three to nothing. They have their five, six, and seven hitters coming up against Bryant Baranek. Bryant relieve Patrick Johnson who started went two innings plus two batters in the third Patrick three runs three earned on three hits no walks and a strikeout he did hit one batter with a pitch and then Bryant Bryant came on got the side retired in the bottom of the third and Brannick is set to go here in the bottom of the fourth first pitch a ball next one a strike and it's one and one Stallman had a big hit last night. It came with, at the time, the Blue Raiders leading. Here's a hot smash fair into the right field corner. Eston Snyder goes to dig it out. Stallman will cruise to second base. As the throw comes in, he will stop there with a double. He blistered that ball. It's one of those, if you had exit velocities on it, I guess that would have been over 100 miles an hour. About to talk about Stallman's double that he got to drive in 
three runs and tie the game in the third inning last night. That one he hit in the gap into left center. This one he pulled down into the right field corner. So he is at second base with the leadoff double. Will Butcher, the batter, first pitch to him a ball. Butcher, a line drive to Snyder in right field. His only time up. That was in the second inning leading off. Swing and a foul evens things at one and one. Final game of the regular season. Blue Raiders want to win to finish at 26 and 26. Here's a line drive to center coming in hard, making the catch chest high is Luke Vinson. So Butcher has hit it on the nose twice. And once to Snyder, that was in the second. This inning to Vinson. So I guess I should, when I complained about the Blue Raiders hitting line drive, should remember that Charlotte's hit a few that have been caught as well. Runner at second, one out. And Hobson, Caden Hobson, the catcher, is the batter. Towering pop fly to Jennings at third, his only time. Hobson at 254, has six home runs. Bats left. Stallman, who opened the inning with a double, is at second base now with one out. Bryant Baranek working for the Blue Raiders, and the freshman delivers a little bit high. Ball two and no strikes. Outfield straight away for this hitter. That's a strike and it makes it two and one. Stallman gets the lead from second. The two one pitch misses outside ball three and strike one. Baranek in his 16th game and his 11th time out of the bullpen. There's a ball hit high and deep to center, but it'll stay in. About two steps short of the warning track, making the catch is Luke Vincent. And Stallman tags but does not test the arm as Luke got it back in a hurry. So fly ball hit well, but out to center field. Two down, and here's Austin Knight. So time is called. Coach Myers is going to the mound. And we are going to have another pitching change. So the Blue Raiders are going to make a pitching change as Bryant Baranek, who came in in the third, 
Gives up a double here, but then gets the next two. So Bryant will go an inning and two thirds. And one base runner on that is his responsibility. We'll tell you about the new Blue Raider pitcher when we come back. This is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Hey, Blue Raider fans, this is Tim Page with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Are you on the fence about selling your home? Feel overwhelmed at the thought of purchasing a new home? Well, it's time to get moving. For professional, personal real estate services, give me a call today and put me to work for you. 615-896-5656, or you can reach me at ExitMurfreesboro.com. Let's go, Blue, and I'll see you at the game. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school, or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader, and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. Flagship station for Blue Raider Sports, WGNS. The new Blue Raider pitcher is right-hander Kota Sato. He comes in for Bryant Baranek, becomes the third Blue Raider pitcher of the afternoon. And Sato is Coming in for the 17th time, he started three games in his first 16 appearances, a one and two record with a save, a 6.27 earned run average. And Coda worked in the game on Thursday night when an inning and two thirds gave up a run on two hits in the 3-2 win for Charlotte. So Sato replaces Baranek. And he will face Austin Knight with the runner at second base and two outs. So Bryant Baranek, an inning and two-thirds, no runs, a hit, no walks or strikeouts, a runner at second base that is his responsibility and would be charged to him if should he score. Knight line to Galloway and left. In the second inning, pickoff play at second, and the runner back in. J.T. Mabry slipping in behind the base runner. Charlotte three, Blue Raiders nothing. We're in the bottom of the fourth inning. Charlotte making a bid for a sweep of this series. The Blue Raiders would certainly like to do something other than that. First pitch, and it's high for a ball. Next one on the way, a high fly ball hit to center field. Luke Vinson waits and waits, and finally it comes down, and that's out number three. No runs a hit, a leadoff double, but nothing doing there. No, one runner left on base for Charlotte in the fourth. So we will go to inning number five. Charlotte still leads by that three-nothing score. You're listening to MTSU Baseball on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. 
At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costs less. Our employees at Purity Dairy are proud to be True Blue supporters of Middle Tennessee athletics and their student-athletes. At Purity Dairy, we aim to be the most trusted source of wholesome, delicious dairy products for every occasion. We never forget how fortunate we are to be invited into your home, and we earn our place by holding ourselves to the highest standards. With over 100 products available in Tennessee, Alabama, and Kentucky, visit your local retailer for Purity Milk, ice cream, and more. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS. While we move along to inning number five here this afternoon in Charlotte, 49ers with a 3 0 lead over the Blue Raiders. Blue Raiders had the first and third with one out in the first hit into a double play and have had just one base runner since then. Colin Kramer has retired the last seven that he has faced. And Gabe Jennings will bat first here in the fifth. No runs, three hits for the Blue Raiders, three runs, four hits for Charlotte. Gabe a swing and a miss on a good fastball from Kramer in strike one. Jennings, Wright, and Snyder. Six, seven, and eight in the batting order. Pitch bounces up there, one and one. Final line on Bryant Baranek, an inning in two-thirds, no runs on a hit. Swing and a miss, fastball. Jennings had a good cut, but just a little bit off of it as it had some good movement and strike two. One ball and two strikes with Gabe. Kramer working quickly and his pitch. That's outside for a ball. Two balls and two strikes. Late. Lead-off hitter bats in this inning, and Jennings takes low and inside for ball three, three and two. Kramer has not walked anybody. I think that's only the second three-ball count that he has had through his first four innings of work. That's some good control. And strike three on the inside corner. His fourth strikeout, he has fanned three of them consecutively, the last two in the fourth, and the one opening the fifth inning. This one here, so D.J. Wright is the batter. D.J. an infield hit to deep short. That was in the second inning. He's the last Blue Jay to reach, Blue Raider to reach, D.J. Foul ball on the first pitch. 
Wright takes, and it's outside for a ball. One and one. Two-run homer for him. His sixth of the season on Thursday night. It's a high chopper to third, but a big long hop makes it a little less challenging for Stallman. He guns it across and gets DJ by half a step. So two outs, and Eston Snyder will come up. Eston lined to short. That was in the second inning. Three-nothing Charlotte, top of the fifth. Pitch on the way to Eston. Hit to left, coming over and in, and there to make the catch is Blake Jansen. It's a quick one, two, three, top of the fifth inning as the Blue Raiders go in order. So in the middle of the fifth, it's Charlotte three and Middle Tennessee nothing. This is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannison Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannison Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannison Associates online at gcpas.com. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. Bottom of the fifth inning. And Cota Sato, who came on in relief in the top, in the bottom of the fourth, rather, gets set to face Charlotte here in the bottom of the fifth. Leading off is the first baseman, Spencer Nolan. He had a home run down the line in left field, fair by just a little bit, but enough. That gave Charlotte its third run. Swing and a foul here, and strike one. Charlotte, a couple of home runs to account for their three, a two-run home run in the first from center fielder Jake Cunningham, and then the one by Nolan in the third. Sato delivers, and a pitch is low for a ball. Coda's first year with the Blue Raiders. Came here from Edmonds Community College in California. He's from Yamagata, Japan. Bouncing ball to third, charging Jennings. Guns out at first. Nice play by Gabe. Good stretch by D.J. Wright at first, and one out. Well, as you know from following the Blue Raiders, they have had consistently solid defense. 
going to tell you they haven't made an error, had a boot here and there, but uh, just in terms of routine plays and special plays, they have had those just come in abundance this year. So you've got on the infield good hands, good arms. You've got guys in the outfield that can judge the ball well and get to it in a hurry. And, of course, you got the rock behind the plate in Briggs Rudder, and then he has been backed up by Jeremiah Boyd and Jared Vitato. Two balls and no strikes with Blake Jackson. Single his last time up, one for two. Takes a strike, two and one. Seventeenth appearance for Kota Sato. Swing and a miss. Good fastball that time. Evens the count at two and two. Leadoff hitter retired. We're in the bottom of the fifth inning, and Charlotte that three spot, leading three nothing. Two two pitch, in the dirt. Swing and a miss, and then it. Hops way up over the plate and goes to the backstop. So a strikeout, but on the wild pitch, the base runner will reach. You talk about breaking off a pitch, and it hit at just the perfectly right angle where it, I don't know if it skipped off a Briggs shoulder pad on the shoulder or the umpires. As high as the ball went, I'm kind of thinking maybe it might have been the umpire. Jackson immediately picked up on that and got to first base. So a strikeout, but the hitter reaching on the wild pitch. One on, one out, throw to first. The batter is Jack Dragum. Dragum hit by a pitch on base for the homer in the first. Lined out to Vincent in center his last time up. That was in the third. Four hits, including two doubles last night. Three runs batted in. Takes low and in. Ball one. Jackson a lead from first base. He stole two bases in the first inning of Thursday night's game. And in fact, Charlotte had three stolen bases in the first inning of that game. Don't run a lot, hadn't run a lot prior to that. Here's a swing and a foul off the foot of the hitter and a strike one and one. Leadoff hitter retired on a ground ball to third base. The next hitter reaches on a strikeout wild pitch. And a ball and a strike with the shortstop. Another throw to first base. Kota Sato, the third Blue Raider pitcher of the afternoon. And the right-hander ready to go. Well, instead, a throw to first.
Sato ready again, and another throw to first. I remember years ago I used to threaten to just, on pitchers that would make multiple throws, just have a recording of that, and I'd save my voice for at least uh, a few, few calls. Runner goes, swing, and a miss. The ball gets away as it was in the dirt. And so a stolen base for Jackson. He got a good jump. Strike two on the swing and a miss. So one ball and two strikes. Runner at second base with one out. Coda better hurry up and throw a pitch. Actually, the here's strike three called. I'm glad that they didn't call him for a pitch violation because <laughs> the, the count was a zero just before he lifted his leg and started it to the plate. Of course, it's, that's pretty close. But it worked out fine. So two strikeouts for Sato, and Coach Jerry Myers is going to the mound. And I don't see any action in the Blue Raider bullpen. So just a conversation with his pitcher here. Runner at second base and two outs. And Cam Fisher is the batter. And I'll, I'll guarantee you one of the things that he's talking about with Coda is just keeping the ball away from this hitter as best as he can. He's given up seven home runs on the year in 37 innings. So you want to keep the ball in the park with this guy. You also like to get him out, but he's not been an easy out. Has gone 0 for 2 in this game, but hit the ball hard to second his last time up. Swing and a miss on the first pitch, strike one. Runner at second base, two outs in the Charlotte fifth inning. Pickoff play at second, but the runner is back. Jackson reached on a strikeout wild pitch at second base with two outs after a strikeout and a stolen base. Here's a pitch in the dirt to Fisher and a strike two. A good breaking ball from the Blue Raider right-hander. Fisher is from Knoxville, Tennessee. Takes in the dirt and one and two. He's just a sophomore. One ball, two strikes in the dirt. Blocked by Rudder and keeps it at his feet and keeps the runner at second base, two and two.
Outfield deep, playing Fisher slightly to pull. And he drills one to deep left center field and gone. A line drive to the light tower in right center field. He smacked that one. And the home run ball is really biting the Blue Raiders here in this one. That's the third of the game. And that makes it five to nothing. And when you look at, you have the three home runs and the two runners that have been knocked in on the home runs. One was hit by a pitch. Another one reached on a strikeout wild pitch. So that's what you call capitalizing on the other team's mistakes. Five-nothing. Here's Jake Cunningham. He got the two-run homer in the first inning. So for... Cam Fisher, number 24 on the season. He now has 51 runs batted in. Blistering line drive foul by just a couple of feet down the left field line off the bat of Cunningham. Five nothing Charlotte. Charlotte has only five hits, but three of them are homers. Ball upstairs, one and two. Cunningham bats from the right side. He's the center fielder for this Charlotte team and he takes a called third strike. Sato gets three strikeouts in the inning, but one of them reached on a wild pitch and he scored on the home run. So for Charlotte here in the fifth, it's two runs on one hit, no errors, and nobody left on base. Five-nothing Charlotte now after five innings of play. This is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Is that the sound of an ooey-gooey, cheesy, crunchy slice of P-I-Z-Z-A? <laughs> Obviously, but as good as that sounds, we think it can get even better. Oh, yeah, that's the sound of a freshly opened fizz-filled Pepsi. The only thing that can take this flavor medley of crunchy dough, mouth-watering cheese, and savory sauce to the next level. How about another bite? Pepsi and pizza sound like a match made in heaven and taste even better. Pizza, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. Hey, Blue Raider fans, this is Tim Page with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Are you on the fence about selling your home? Feel overwhelmed at the thought of purchasing a new home? Well, it's time to get moving. For professional, personal real estate services, give me a call today and put me to work for you. 615-896-5656, or you can reach me at ExitMurfreesboro.com. Let's go, Blue, and I'll see you at the game. Blue Raiders play here. News Radio WGNS. Well, Charlotte has played long ball thus far. Three home runs, and they account for five runs and a 5 nothing Charlotte lead as we move to the top of the sixth inning. Luke Vinson will bat first for the Blue Raiders. Bunts out in front of the plate, and it's going to be 
safe at first base as he beats it out for a bunt single. It was well played by the catcher, Hobson. I didn't think he'd have a chance to make it close. He did with a good, quick throw. And that breaks a string of nine in a row retired, and they're going to review this play. So a play is under review. We've had a few. This is the first in games I've been involved with uh, broadcasting that uh, we, we've had review capabilities. And so what happens is the umpires, there are two of them, they will run down into that sports building I keep talking about that's on the right field line. And then they'll review it there and come back and, and tell us the uh, couple of things that have impressed me with just with the umpire's technical handling of things. First is they don't walk slowly down there. They, they get off a pretty good jog and, uh, you know, it's running at a pace that I'd like to be able to do these days. But, uh, well, you know, sometimes that's not not possible. And then they have, with one exception, have been pretty quick. And even that one was not as long a review time as you might uh, have seen if you've watched other baseball. I was catching a, it was a Vanderbilt game a couple of weeks ago, one evening, and it seemed like every other play was a review play. And it took, would take five minutes. And of course, it's a good time to go to the concession stand or any other things that uh, you might want to do, or if you're home watching on TV, hit the refrigerator. But uh, as you know, it's, it's done with the, the, the really good intent and an important attempt at just getting it called correctly. And so they're already back coming on and getting into the field and a hurry, point to first, and uh, guess what? Calls confirmed. It's a bunt single for Luke Vincent. I could have told you that, and so the umpire did, but, you know, sometimes you want to check just to make sure. So a runner at first, nobody out, top of the sixth inning for the Blue Raiders, top of the order, and a J.T. Mabry. JT takes and a strike. He has popped out and lined out, hit a bullet right at the second baseman in the third inning. Blue Raiders with their fourth hit. Mabry hits one into left center field. Nobody's going to get to this. It's off the base of the wall. Vincent is going to round third, and he is going to fly home and stand safely, and then the ball gets away, but it's backed up by the pitcher. Kramer did a nice job there, but J.T. Mabry with another double. That is 16 on the season for Mabry, and that makes it a 5-1 to one game. Luke Vinson read it well, and he can really pick him up and get around the bases in a hurry, so he scores on the J.T. Mabry RBI double. 38 runs batted in for the Blue Raiders' second baseman. He is at second base for Brett Coker. Brett had a double earlier in this game. That was back in the first inning. 
Couldn't check his swing on a breaking ball and strike one. So five to one game. Pitch to Coker, swing and a miss. Good breaking ball again. This one didn't go quite as in low. This one got, but came in on the hands. Mabry at second base after the RBI two base hit. Kramer ready, two strikes in the dirt. Nice block by Hobson. Brett started the day at 346, and he's one for two as he stands in here. It's a hard ground ball to third. It'll hold the runner, and a throw to first is out number one. Coker a ground out to third. Mabry stays at second base. And with one out, here is Jeremiah Boyd. Jeremiah Boyd, one for two in this game, steps in. Designated hitter for the Blue Raiders this afternoon, hitting 309. 12 home runs, 45 runs batted in. Mabry at second base. Jeremiah takes and the strike called. They have the second baseman playing behind second base and slightly to the shortstop side. The shortstop is off the infield and into the outfield in what would normally be the hole between third and short. And with seeing Jeremiah go to right field as often as we have, there have been times that he can beat this. Right now he's at the plate, no balls and two strikes. 5-1 now, Blue Raiders a run here in the fifth. Pitch to Boyd, a swing and a miss for strike three. Good breaking pitches from Kramer. That gives him five strikeouts on the afternoon. Two down, and the batter is Jackson Galloway. Coming to the plate for Middle Tennessee is number 16, Jackson Galloway. Looking down in the bullpen for both teams, and there's action for both bullpens. Jackson Galloway grounded out, struck out. Oh, for two, takes a strike. Jackson batting in the cleanup position here this afternoon. Mabry's at second. He's there with two outs. Strike one pitch. Galloway swing and a miss and strike two. Left-hander Colin Kramer ready to work. Here's his pitch, and strike three, uh, swing and a miss. He now has racked up six strikeouts, and after giving up the Mabry RBI double, comes back to get the next three, but the Blue Raiders get on the board here. A run on two hits. They leave one, and in the middle of the sixth inning, it's now Charlotte five and Middle Tennessee one. This is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. And fans, it's time for what?
Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! Will Fraley, attorney at law, has experience you can count on. Former Blue Raider baseball player and MTSU alum Will Fraley serves Murfreesboro and the surrounding communities. Put a strong and experienced legal fighter on your case. Give Will Fraley a call and he can handle all of your legal matters, including criminal and domestic or family law. Visit willfraleylaw.com or call 615-410-7290. Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. Cotaseto came into the ball game in the fourth and gets set to go here in the bottom of the sixth. Five to one Charlotte through five and a half. Blue Raiders getting a JT Mabry RBI double to get on the board. Scoring Luke Benson, who had opened the inning with a bunt single. And a softball score from Tuscaloosa. MTSU is beating Alabama 1-0. That's early in the game. It's in the bottom of the second. Middle is the home team of that game. Sato works to Brandon Stallman. First pitch, a swing and a miss. Stallman a double in two at-bats. Charlotte, a preponderance of extra base hits yesterday and also... Again today, last night, they had 10 extra base hits, eight doubles, two homers out of their 14. And today, out of their five hits, they have three home runs and a double. Stallman at the plate and a swing and a miss for strike two, one and two. Stallman, Butcher, and Knopson, five, six, and seven in the Charlotte batting order in the bottom of the sixth. Pitch up and in, didn't miss by a whole lot, but a little bit up and in, and so ball two, strike two. Charlotte two in the first, one in the third, two in the fourth, and the Blue Raider run came here in the top of the inning. Pop foul down the line in left. If it stays in play, it does. Nice play, well down the line in left field as it turned out by Gabe Jennings. As you can just picture in your mind, that's a hard angle for a third baseman. Gabe made a fine play. And so one out as a result here in the bottom of the sixth. The batter is Will Butcher. He's nailed it twice, once to Eston Snyder in right, the other time to Luke Vinson in center field. Let's just settle for a routine fly ball to Jackson Galloway and left so he can spread it evenly around, but maybe not hit it quite so hard. First pitch to him, a ball. Next one skied by the plate and into foul territory. Well, how about giving it to Briggs Rudder? Nice play by the Blue Raider catcher. 
Stop and think about pop flies to catchers and how you, you how it's extremely rare that the catcher doesn't make the play. And then imagine, you know, you're sitting down, you're squatting behind home plate, and the ball is hit up in the air over your head. You've got a catcher's mask on, and you've got to find it, go get it, and then while catching it while it's coming down from behind you. Um, it's an incredible skill, and they do it extremely well. First pitch to Hobson is a strike. Next one, a swing and a foul, and strike two. Five to one, Charlotte, bottom of the sixth inning. Charlotte batting with two outs. Nobody on base. Two strike pitch. A little high ball, one and strike two. Hobson is the catcher for this 49er team. Fouls the pitch back and one and two. It looked like it glanced off the home plate umpire's mask and then on the rebound bounced and hit him, almost hit him in the back of the head, got glanced off of his shoulder. So he throws that baseball away because obviously it doesn't like him. 2-2. Two, two. Swing and a miss and strike three. Coda gets his fourth strikeout and gets Charlotte in order in the bottom of the sixth inning. So we've played six here this afternoon. Go to inning number seven. Charlotte leads Middle Tennessee by a five to one score. And this is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Did you realize that over 85% of Americans own a cell phone, but only 40% own an individual life insurance policy? That leaves way too many families who'll be unprotected if they suddenly lose a parent. That's why we'd also like to point out that 100% of State Farm agents offer life insurance. So if you're at the place where procrastination just meant motivation, use that cell phone of yours and call me, State Farm Agent Deb Insel at 931-684-5274. Prescription opioids can be addictive and dangerous. I was given a prescription opioid pain medication, and within only a few months, I was completely addicted. I lost everything. I had to leave school, stop playing sports in college, and I started to watch my life slip away. I want people to know that these drugs are addictive. One prescription can be all it takes to lose everything. Prescription opioids. It only takes a little to lose a lot. Visit cdc.gov rxawareness. You're listening to MTSU Sports on WGNS. Well, we played six, and it's one run. Five hits, no errors, and three left for the Blue Raiders. Five runs, five hits, no errors, and two left for Charlotte. Five to one. As we said, the long ball has been the difference. Charlotte's hit three home runs, and then the... Two two-run homers. One base runner that was on base had reached on a hit by pitch. The other one a strikeout wild pitch. You think about psychologically and in terms of just actual challenges, that's two extra runs you got to come up with. Three to one would be very different than five to one. 
But there's still some outs to go, and we're in the top of the seventh. And the Blue Raiders bat with catcher Briggs Rudder stepping in. He hits a bouncing ball, just foul at third. So Briggs back at the plate. 0 for 2 here this afternoon. Charlotte trying to sweep this series. Blue Raiders have three innings to make it not happen. Swing and a miss, strike two. Colin Kramer working in his seventh inning of work. Left-hander ready, a two-strike pitch, bounces it, makes it one and two. So we do know the Blue Raiders will either be the sixth or seventh seed in the conference tournament. And after this game, we may know for certain which it will be. Here's a ground ball to short. Drag him a throw to first. A little offline, but nicely played by Nolan at first base, and so one out. And the only thing way we'll know for sure is if the Blue Raiders lose because that would automatically put them in the seventh spot. As we mentioned, they're tied with Louisiana Tech, but Tech has the tiebreaker. So for the Blue Raiders to be the sixth, they would have to win, and Tech would have to lose. And the sixth seed could play either any of Western, Charlotte, or FAU. The seventh seed will play Texas San Antonio. Ball tapped out in front of the plate by Jennings. The pitcher comes in and gets it underhands and almost didn't get him at first base. That was very, very close. And Coach Myers says, hey, I want you to take a look at that. And they are going to review that play. So here, here's an opinion, and it means less than nothing. But frankly, from my point of view, I think Jennings was safe by a fraction at first base. Now, whether that fraction at first base is going to be visible on the replay, I don't know. It was an extremely close call. And it's, it's one of the, the things on umpires on replays, you know, the, the extremely close play, you know, you see a, and I'll use first base as, as an example, a base runner is either safe or out by, you know, you can see that the foot is either just touched the bag or is two inches off the bag. You know, if you call that play either way, you know, it's a, it's a heads up toss up. But, uh, and, and that's, that's really the, the, the beauty and the, and the benefit of, of instant re, replay or reviews, I should say, where you, you can, on those incredibly close plays, uh, sort it out and see how it, uh, how it figures. And speaking of plays at first base, and it, it just something that just happened uh, this past week, but um, if you followed baseball back in the 80s, you'll remember uh, called by a major league umpire, Don Denkinger, at first base in the World Series between St. Louis and Kansas City. Um, 
where he missed the call and it frankly changed the course of the World Series. But uh, Don Dinkinger passed away this past week and uh, saw some interviews with him late in his life. And it was one of those, boy, I wish I'd have gotten it right, but I didn't. And somebody I never ran. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school, or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader, and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. Prescription opioids can be addictive and dangerous. My son was 20 years old when he was prescribed opioids. It took him five days to get addicted. I'm not supposed to be the one to go get his suit and tie and pick which sneakers that I'm going to bury him in. My son overdosed at the age of 22 years old. Prescription opioids. It only takes a little to lose a lot. Visit cdc.gov slash rxawareness. The Blue Raiders play here. WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. So I understand we our feed dropped just for a little bit coming back uh, for the broadcast. And so we had the commercials to fill in that time, got things reconnected. DJ Wright is batting with two outs and the base is empty in the top of the seventh. Fouls the pitch and so... After taking the ball, so he's up there, one ball and one strike. Takes low and inside, ball two and strike one. DJ in this game, a base hit in two at-bats. He's at the plate with a 2-1 count. Bases empty and two outs. This one is hit to left center field, and it is off the wall halfway up there. Wright takes a turn. They're going to have a play at second, but he's going to slide in safely with a double. D.J. Wright hit it halfway up the wall in left center field. Just missed his second home run of the series. For Wright, the double is his eighth of the season. So he has a two for three game going. And Eston Snyder will bat. That's the Blue Raiders' sixth base hit. And their third double. Coker and Mabry have the other two. Snyder takes in the dirt and a ball. pitch to Aston goes outside. Two balls and no strikes. Kramer has worked six and two-thirds innings. He has not walked a batter and has struck out six. Been touched for six hits and one run. He is 2-0 with Snyder. Swing and a miss. And 2-1. 
top of the seventh inning, 5-1 to one Charlotte. D.J. Wright, a base runner at second base with two outs. Two-one pitch, Eston takes it inside low. Three balls and a strike. Charlotte got a couple in the first, one in the third, two in the fifth. Blue Raiders there run in the sixth. Seventh inning now with two outs. Three-one and Snyder, a ground ball towards center field. Wright's going to make the turn. He'll come in and score and make it a five-to-two game. A two-out rally for the Blue Raiders and a big RBI hit by Eston Snyder. Hit it off the handle, but really muscled it through into center field. And so Eston gets his 27th run batted in. And a 5-2 game, and Luke Vinson is going to bat. Up next to Middle Tennessee is number 7, Luke Vinson. Luke, a bunt single his last time up, and he scored on the J.T. Mabry double. That was just in the sixth inning. So he bats here in the seventh, takes a strike. Luke one for two. RBI in last night's game, he pulled off a very nice set. Safety squeeze to drive in a run. Snyder at first base. Pitch to Vinson. That's a ground ball. Nice play by Knight at second base and out at first. Holy cow, that's a highlight play. Knight dove for the ball, rolled over, threw from a sitting position, threw it in the the dirt, well, infield, but scooped by the first baseman, Spencer Nolan. And that is out number three. So Luke Vinson is robbed of what looked to be a base hit. And that ends the top of the seventh. The Blue Raiders do strike with two outs, get a run on two hits. They leave one. And seventh inning stretch time here this afternoon in Charlotte has the Charlotte 49ers leading the Middle Tennessee Blue Raiders by a score of five to two. This is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costs less. Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders. And we're proud to power the school board lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders.
This copyrighted broadcast is an exclusive presentation of Learfield under the broadcasting rights granted by Middle Tennessee State University. Reuse of this presentation is prohibited without the expressed written consent of Middle Tennessee State University and Learfield. Announcers are provided by Learfield and approved by the university. Bottom of the seventh, and Charlotte Bats leading now 5-2 to two as Blue Raiders have picked up runs in the sixth and the seventh. Austin Knight at the plate, 2-0, and he gets a pitch from Kota Sato, a swing and a miss. Knight made that really incredibly good play to end the top of the seventh, leads off the bottom of the inning. Takes a pitch that nailed him on the inside on the hand. They appealed the umpire to make sure that he did not swing at the ball. Did not appear that he did, and so a hit by pitch. And that puts the leadoff batter aboard. Action in the Blue Raider bullpen as we are in the bottom of the seventh. Cota Sato came into the game back in the fourth. Touch for a two-run homer in the fifth. Got the side in order in the sixth. So a hit-by-pitch starts the bottom of the seventh inning. Knight, the base runner at first, and top of the order. And here's a bunt by Spencer Nolan out at first. And a sacrifice puts a runner at second base with one out. A good bunt from... Spencer Nolan gets Knight to second base. Here's Blake Jackson, the leadoff hitter. He reached on a strikeout wild pitch his last time up and was on base for a homer, singled earlier in the game. So one for three overall, pickoff play at second, and the runner is back. Charlotte, bottom of the seventh inning. Sato delivers a strike on the outside corner. As you mentioned, Coda is appearing for the 17th time and the 14th time out of the bullpen. A one-strike pitch swing and a foul. That softball game has flipped over to Alabama's favor. It's in the top of the, actually in the middle of the third inning now. And Alabama's leading Middle Tennessee 4-2. to two. two strikes with Jackson. The pitch up high, ball one and strike two. Jackson bats from the left side. Pitch to him, a hot smash, one hop to Mabry, goes to first and gets the out there. 
Some good base running by Knight at second. He held, he had a big, he was 20 feet off the bag, but he held up to make sure that ball didn't get caught on the line drive, but it hit about six feet in front. And so he's able to get to third with two outs on the hot smash. And the batter is Jack Dragum. Dragum hit by a pitch and scored on a home run. Sent. We will move on to inning number eight. Charlotte still leads the Blue Raiders by a score of five to two. This is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Will Fraley, attorney at law, has experience you can count on. Former Blue Raider baseball player and MTSU alum Will Fraley serves Murfreesboro and the surrounding communities. Put a strong and experienced legal fighter on your case. Give Will Fraley a call and he can handle all of your legal matters, including criminal and domestic or family law. Visit WillFraleyLaw.com or call 615-410-7290. For close to a century, doctors and care teams at Ascension St. Thomas Rutherford have been dedicated to delivering compassionate, personalized care to Rutherford County and surrounding communities. We are leading the way with new services and healthcare options, and we continue to make significant investments in Rutherford County. In 2023, we're opening Tennessee's first neighborhood hospital at Westlawn, and expansions at our Rutherford Hospital campus are underway. Find all the care you need at ascension.org slash St. Thomas Rutherford. The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports, WGNS. Well, it's the top of the eighth. Charlotte has a 5-2 lead over the Blue Raiders, who will come to the plate with J.T. Mabry to start things, and then Brett Coker and Jeremiah Boyd will follow. They will look at a new pitcher. He is Donye Evans. Evans is a right-hander who worked in the first game of this series. And in fact, picked up a save in that game. No runs on a hit in two innings of work with three strikeouts. Evans is a junior from Decatur, Georgia. And he transferred here from Vanderbilt. Evans, a 6-6 right-hander, 220. J.T. Mabry is the hitter. Fine afternoon from Colin Kramer for Charlotte. Here's Evans' first pitch to Mabry, down and in. Kramer's seven innings of two-run, seven-hit baseball did not walk anybody. That's a huge, huge plus for him and his Charlotte team. He struck out six. 1-0 to JT, swing and a miss and strike one. JT, 
one for three in this game. He's popped out, lined out, and last time up had a double to drive in a run. His team leading 16th double of the year. Swing and a miss, strike two. Change up that time. 5-2 Charlotte, and we're in the top of the eighth. Evans to Mabry, a hot ground ball deep behind the bag at third. A long throw and not in time. Mabry beats it out for an infield hit. Stallman was deep behind the bag. J.T. Mabry doesn't waste any time getting down the line, and he has his second hit of this game. So a single and a runner at first for Brett Coker. Brett a double and three at bats. Three hits last night. Bunts, ah, right out to the pitcher. Looks to second, goes to first for an out. That's a bunt for a base hit if you go to down the lines, but hitting it right back to the pitcher. Gets the runner to second. It's one of those, it gets you a sacrifice, but I'd just soon have the base hit. And trailing by three, uh, sacrifice just doesn't do you a whole lot of good. Jeremiah Boyd, the batter. Jeremiah is one for three. Mabry at second base with one out. Evans pitch, Jeremiah takes down and in, two balls and no strikes. Jeremiah starts the day at 3.09. Trying to get Mabry in from second base with one out. Swing and a miss. A ball, two balls and a strike. Evans on in relief of Kramer for Charlotte. Right-hander delivers in the dirt. Doesn't go too far. Blocked nicely by Hobson. And keeps Mabry at second base. Makes it three and one. Things quiet here at the moment. Blue Raiders looking for some hits. Get a little bit closer. There's a strike to Boyd on the inside corner. And three and two. Jeremiah, a couple of hits in the series. Like to get his third here, get Mabry in. Really playing him to pull on the infield. And a swing and a miss. And strike three. Boyd gets a strikeout, seven in the game now for Charlotte pitching. Two outs for Jackson Galloway. Jackson steps in looking for his first hit here this afternoon. Stepping up to the plate for the Blue Raiders is number 16, Jackson Galloway. Jackson hitting cleanup today. Blue Raider left fielder hits with a runner at second. Mabry and two outs.
Swing and a miss. Good fastball, and that's strike two, 0 and 2. Five two Charlotte top of the eighth. Evans works two strike pitch and swing and a miss. That'll retire the side. So a single from Mabry to lead it off, but that's all in the inning. No runs, a hit, no errors, and one left on base. Middle of the eighth. Charlotte has. A 5-2 lead. This is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders. And we're proud to power the school board lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS. Bottom of the eighth inning, Blue Raiders trail by three, and Charlotte will come to the plate with Cam Fisher to lead off. Last time we saw Fisher, he lined a home run to right center field, and this time we see him, and he hits a high drive to deep right field, but it'll stay in the park by about a foot and a half, right up next to the wall, straightaway right field, Eston Snyder. Good read on that baseball, got there and waited on it. And so very, a very long out to start the eighth. And, or, and you think back to the seventh inning, the last out of the seventh inning, Luke Vinson caught a ball in the middle of the warning track and straightaway center field. Here's another towering fly ball, but this one's going to be into shallow center. Vinson will come in. Mabry been out, but Luke will make the catch and a couple of quick outs here in the bottom of the eighth inning. So two quick outs in the bottom of the eighth for Charlotte. And the batter is the third baseman, Brandon Stallman. Stallman a double in three at-bats. Bats from the left side and backs away from an inside fastball. When that ball from Fisher left the bat, I'm thinking that might have a chance. Well, if it gets caught at the wall, it certainly did. Didn't quite make it. Swinging a foul one and one by Stallman. Charlotte making a bid to be in line for the third or fourth seed in the Conference USA tournament. 
Here's a ground ball to first. D.J. Wright takes it himself, and that retires the side a very quick inning. That's about as efficient inning an inning as you can have from a pitcher's standpoint. Hardly any pitches thrown by Sato, but he gets him one, two, three. So we will head to the top of the ninth inning. The Blue Raiders are going to need three to keep this ball game going. We'll see what happens. This is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannis & Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannis & Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannis & Associates online at gcpas.com. We know that juicy, cheesy, grilled-to-perfection burger sounds amazing, but it does sound like something is missing. Pepsi, baby! The yin to this burger's yang. Burgers and Pepsi go together like, well, like burgers and Pepsi. This perfect blending of flavors makes every bite of lettuce, every sesame seed on the bun, and every sip of that crisp, refreshing, ice-cold cola a journey to Foodopia. Burgers, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. A regular season game for 2023. And the question is will, be, will this be the Blue Raiders successful or not final at bat? They could have a, this could be their final at bat and they could still win this game as long as they scored four runs or more here in the top of the ninth. Less than three, and it's over. Three would get us to the bottom of the ninth anyway. We'll see what happens. Tanya Evans works to Briggs Rudder and strike one. This has been a, a fast-moving, well-played game. Charlotte with the edge in the home runs and the 5-2 to two lead in the ninth. Briggs takes a strike, swing and a miss on the next one. And so 0-2, Briggs Rudder, Gabe Jennings, D.J. Wright in the top of the ninth. Donye Evans in his second inning of relief. Rudder hits a ground ball to short and a throw to first, gets him there and one out. Drag him with the play. And so one away. And we're going to have a pinch hitter, Tatsunori Nagishi, will bat for Gabe Jennings. So Nagishi pinch hits here in the ninth inning. Tatsunori appearing for in his 10th game. And he hits this one well to deep right center field, and it is off the base of the wall. He's heading for second. Here comes the throw, but it's not in time. <laughs> Nagishi comes up and says, I'm not t taking any pitches. I'm going after it, and rips a double to the base of the wall out by the scoreboard in deep right center field. 
So the Blue Raiders have a runner at second base with one out, and the batter is D.J. Wright. So Nagishi with the double, and that is, let's see, his second double of the year. And Bryce Simler is going to come in and pinch run. So Nagishi gets his job done. He gets on second base with the double, and now Simler in pinch running for him. First pitch to D.J. Wright is down and away. One out, one on, top of the ninth. Wright swing and a miss. Evens the count at one and one. D.J. a single in the second. A double in the seventh inning. Doubled and scored a run in that seventh. So a two for three afternoon for the Blue Raider first baseman. Takes this one inside. He had to skip out of the way. And two balls in one strike. Tatsunori Nagishi, a pinch hit double to give the Blue Raiders a base runner. Right takes, strike on the inside corner, and two and two with D.J. Outfield straight away for him. He had a booming home run here on Thursday. A D.J. Wright home run. It's a high, hard line drive. Not the towering fly ball that some do. He just blasts it. Hits a smash here, foul at third. And, of course, the first home game of the year, he uh, hit one on top of that Blue Raider wall of honor with all the mentions of conference championships and NCAA appearances out in left center field. That's actually part of the football stadium. Foul ball at the plate, and it keeps the count at two and two. Bryce Simler, the pinch runner, at second base with one out. Right at the plate, two balls and two strikes. Pitch to him. Swing and a miss. And strike three. First, or second strikeout, rather, for Evans. It's eight in the game for Charlotte pitching. And it's down to a last opportunity. And it's going to be Jared Vitato. Who will pinch hit for Eston Snyder? Eston went one for three with a run batted in. Vitato, a left-hand hitter facing the right-hand throwing Evans. First pitch, a strike on the outside corner. Jared has seen a lot of action this year. He's both as a catcher and...
the pinch runner at second base with two outs. Here's a 2-2 pitch to Jared Vitato. And he lifts it high in the air on the infield. The third baseman and shortstop are there. And it's the shortstop, Dragum, who will make the catch and end the game and also brings a close to the regular season. For the Blue Raiders, no runs, a hit. No errors and one left in the ninth inning. And so the season comes to a close. Charlotte gets the sweep in this series and beats the Blue Raiders here this afternoon by a score of 5-2. to two. We'll be back to tell you all about it coming up next on the post-game show. This is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannis & Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannis & Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannis & Associates online at gcpas.com. For close to a century, doctors and care teams at Ascension St. Thomas Rutherford have been dedicated to delivering compassionate, personalized care to Rutherford County and surrounding communities. We are leading the way with new services and healthcare options, and we continue to make significant investments in Rutherford County. In 2023, we're opening Tennessee's first neighborhood hospital at Westlawn, and expansions at our Rutherford Hospital campus are underway. Find all the care you need at ascension.org slash St. Thomas Rutherford. You know that sound anywhere. It's the crisp crunch of that first nacho chip. With its perfect cheese to sour cream ratio sitting atop a layer of delicious beans, it's a sip away from perfection. That's what we're looking for. Add a delicious, refreshing Pepsi and we've achieved absolute nacho nirvana. Because while you can pile those nachos high with every spicy, cheesy, savory topping, there's no topping a cool Pepsi finish. Nachos, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. Did you realize that over 85% of Americans own a cell phone, but only 40% own an individual life insurance policy? That leaves way too many families who'll be unprotected if they suddenly lose a parent. That's why we'd also like to point out that 100% of State Farm agents offer life insurance. So if you're at the place where procrastination just meant motivation, use that cell phone of yours and call me, State Farm Agent Deb Insel at 931-684-5274. Hey, Blue Raider fans, this is Brad Hopkins with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb & Associates. Winning in real estate is a lot like football. Good coaching and recruiting a great team are the keys. I put together a team of lenders, inspectors, and home professionals to help you succeed. Let me coach you through this process and make sure you come out a winner. Whether you're looking to buy, sell, or invest, I am here to help you win. Visit bradhopkinshomes.com or call 615-556-9239 to find out more. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. You're listening to Middle Tennessee Blue Raider Baseball on the Blue Raider Sports Network. 
Today's game is presented by Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. Let's go to the stadium. Here's Dick Palmer. Back at the ballpark here in Charlotte as we wrap up the regular season for the Middle Tennessee Blue Raiders as they dropped one here to Charlotte by a score of 5-2, to two, a very brief and well-paced game that goes to the home team, Charlotte, by a 5-2 to two score. So this closes out the regular season for the Blue Raiders. They will finish the regular season 14 and 16 in Conference USA and 25 and 26 overall. And as we mentioned, conference play will be coming up and that will start on Wednesday. We'll talk a little bit more about that on the back part of our post-game show. This was a game that was determined by the long ball and unfortunately Charlotte got all three of them and then a long ball with twice with a base runner on that one hit by a pitch the other one a strikeout wild pitch so two critical base runners that were brought in to score and it comes on a game the day in which the Blue Raider pitchers did not walk a single batter there were two hit by pitch and of course these like said the strikeout wild pitch so it's just a matter of the right guy hitting the home run that comes at a time with somebody on base. Blue Raiders threatened in the first inning with one out. Brett Coker doubled. Jeremiah Boyd singled him to third. But then Jackson Galloway hit a sharp grounder to third that was turned into a 5-4-3 inning-ending double play. Kind of like last night where the Blue Raiders had the bases loaded, no outs, and failed to score. Charlotte then promptly got two on the board in the bottom of the first inning. Starter Patrick Johnson hit Jack Dragum, the second batter of the game for Charlotte. And then with two outs, Jake Cunningham touched him for a long home run to left center field to give the 49ers a two to nothing lead. Charlotte added a run in the third inning, also on the long ball. That was from Spencer Nolan leading off that third. So 3-0 Charlotte at that point. Dial it ahead to the fifth inning. And with the leadoff, actually with one out, Blake Jackson struck out but reached on a wild pitch. And with two outs, Cam Fisher, Fisher touched Cato Dakota Sato for a two-run homer, and it was five to nothing Charlotte. Meantime, the Blue Raiders had had only one base runner in the second, third, and fourth innings, and that was a hit by DJ Wright back in the second. But in the sixth, the Blue Raiders got on the board. Luke Vincent a bunt single. JT Mabry doubled him in for the first run. Then in the seventh inning, with two outs and nobody on base, D.J. Wright got a double, and he scored on an Eston Snyder single. The Raiders had base runners in one base runner in the eighth, the leadoff single from Mabry, and then a one-out double by Jennings, or make that Nagishi as a pinch hitter for Jennings in the ninth. But that would be it, as neither of those were able to get around and score. So Charlotte wins the game by a 5-2 to two score, 
and in the process sweep the Blue Raiders uh, in doing so. And so this, uh, as we focus and look ahead to uh, the tournament, which will start uh, on Wednesday, the Blue Raiders will be playing the University of Texas San Antonio in their first game. The Blue Raiders, by virtue of being the seventh seed, and San Antonio is the second seed. So what's going to happen? The club will be you know, heading back to uh, Murfreesboro after this game. And then on, as I understand it, Monday, be flying down to Houston, Texas, as the conference tournament will be played on the c- campus of Rice University. We'll be talking with Coach Jerry Myers in a little bit, but right now he's talking with the team. And so while that's going on, we'll take our break and be back with more. This is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costs less. Prescription opioids can be addictive and dangerous. My son was 20 years old when he was prescribed opioids. It took him five days to get addicted. I'm not supposed to be the one to go get his suit and tie and pick which sneakers that I'm going to bury him in. My son overdosed at the age of 22 years old. Prescription opioids. It only takes a little to lose a lot. Visit cdc.gov slash rxawareness. Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders. And we're proud to power the school board lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. Employees at Purity Dairy are proud to be true blue supporters of Middle Tennessee athletics and their student athletes. At Purity Dairy, we aim to be the most trusted source of wholesome, delicious dairy products for every occasion. We never forget how fortunate we are to be invited into your home, and we earn our place by holding ourselves to the highest standards. With over 100 products available in Tennessee, Alabama, and Kentucky, visit your local retailer for Purity Milk, ice cream, and more. The Murfreesboro Post is Rutherford County's sports leader. No one covers high school sports like the Post. Now you can receive the Murfreesboro Post delivered by mail each week to your home for only $20 a year. Sign up at MurfreesboroPost.com and click subscribe and we will get your delivery of the Murfreesboro Post started. That's MurfreesboroPost.com for delivery of the Murfreesboro Post. 
The Blue Raiders play here. News Radio WGNS. Let's, let's go down on the field, and Austin Kirk is down there with Blue Raider head coach Jerry Myers. Well, they're talking. So the, we're, here we go. Here with head coach Jerry Myers after today's game in Charlotte. Obviously, that ends the regular season. Uh, obviously with a loss, but uh, a couple runs added late. How do you feel your guys competed there at the end? Well, I feel like we uh, always have con- you know, continued to compete. There's been times where we haven't always executed, but um, I don't think there's any uh, uh, question in my mind anyway in terms of uh, what our guys' makeup is and how we compete. It's not always good. It's not always pretty. And uh, for the most part, uh, effort-wise, we stay, we've stayed uh, – you know, pretty much at a, a pretty strong baseline throughout. Throughout, uh, had to deal with some adversity, had to deal with, uh, you know, some mistakes, all those things that, that, that happened. And our guys have been pretty resilient all the way along. Obviously, today, uh, you know, got behind, couldn't catch up a little bit. We out hit them. Uh, their hits were more productive, similar similar to what we talked about uh, last last couple days. They did more damage with the hits that they got. Um, and. Uh, you know, it's just a testament to uh, a good good team who hasn't uh, really put it all together with uh, uh, with their talent throughout the year, but played a good schedule uh, in terms of Charlotte. And uh, it was a t- tough weekend for us, but it's over, and uh, our second season's over. We had preseason uh, non-conference games, we got conference season, and now we got our third season, which right now is the most important. How quick will preparations begin for Wednesday's Conference USA opener? Already started, so. Absolutely. Head coach Jerry Myers here, Middle Tennessee, back in action Wednesday at 12.30 against UTSA. Thank you very much, Austin. Thanks, Coach Myers. And uh, as you heard it from Austin right there, um, they'll be playing at 12.30 uh, Wednesday in Conference USA play. So that will be the second game of the tournament. Just before we get into final numbers, uh, since I was able to uh, – fill in for Dick Palmer this weekend, an extra weekend of baseball that uh, hadn't been originally on the schedule. Uh, did want to send some thanks out uh, to Dick Palmer and, and to John Callow. Also mention Austin Pert, as you just heard from, uh, working out of sports information in, at MTSU, the excellent job he does. You know, I, I can never forget my good friend Chip Walters for, for helping me get these opportunities and, and just to say thanks to the entire athletic department headed by Chris Massaro. And, of course, couldn't uh, get away without uh, thanking the coaches for the kind of people they are and, and the team as well. You've got a, you've got a great group representing the university, and, and I know everybody's really proud of them. So here's the final numbers for today. Goes 5-2 to Charlotte as the Blue Raiders had two runs on nine hits, played airless ball, stranded six. For Charlotte, five runs on five hits, and as Coach mentioned, the big hits, the three home runs, they played airless ball as well. They stranded three. Colin Kramer is the winning pitcher. He is 5-4. Loss goes to Patrick Johnson. It's now he's 3-5. and five. And Donye Evans picks up his second save of the series and his third of the season. Time of the game was two hours and 15 minutes, and the crowd was 673. As we mentioned, it goes to Charlotte today by a 5-2 score. Blue Raiders next in action, Conference USA Tournament against Texas San Antonio Wednesday 
in the second game of the tournament that will start at 12.30. But that'll do it for today and, and for the regular season. That will wrap things up for Blue Raider baseball. This is Bob Jamison. Thanks for joining me today. And I know you'll look forward to being with Dick Palmer for more Blue Raiders baseball on Wednesday. But until then, I'll say so long from the ballpark. And you've been listening to MTSU Baseball on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. This has been Blue Raider Baseball. Today's game was presented by Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation of the Blue Raider Network.